Welcome to the show, Five Star Fam. I'm AJ. And wherever it is you get your pods, subscribe, share, and leave us a good rating. This segment is sponsored by Thinking Man Tavern, a cozy Decatur neighborhood pub. Grab a tasty beverage from a wide variety of selections and a plate of something delicious from the menu. To go, check out Thinking Man Tavern. Welcome to another Five Stripe Weekly episode. Apologies for last week uh, missing that episode. It was definitely a crazy time, uh, crazy back aches, and just almost debilitating. So it was something that I needed to do just for the uh, the mental capacity and the physical capacity to be able to record last week was not the best so uh hope you can forgive me for that but yes let's get into this episode though and we will cover uh just the match over the weekend but uh we will lightly cover the two previous matches that occurred over the past past week as well but getting into this match so against the new england revolution yeah, uh, it was definitely something, um, you know, where the Revolution, they're not exactly the best on the road this season, and they've been very up and down for the Supporter Shield winners of last season. So it's definitely a couple of sides that are inconsistent in form in both the Revolution and Atlanta United. And LA United, we uh, were able to see the return, or not really a return, but uh, Andrew Gutman did train during the week, and he started. Uh, he did, of course, go off with a uh, shoulder slash uh, arm injury during the Nashville SC match over the midweek U.S. Open Cup game, and so he was very much a questionable, uh, you know. Uh, player that could be part of the squad and instead he did start which is great to see but Alex DeJohn and Alan Franco they returned in the middle of the uh, center back pairing for Atlanta United and Hosetu was the captain again and yeah I mean Atlanta United uh, well you know it was a little bit of a mixed result here Obviously, it was a draw that was 2-2, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was definitely Thiago Almada's game tonight, uh, not tonight, but that uh, Sunday night game, but uh, yeah, with the bullet of a goal, and he had an assist for Luis Araujo's, uh equalizer as well, he was definitely carrying the team on his back at times. Uh, yeah, he was definitely the, always the outlet, always the guy that was uh, finding that key pass. But uh, yeah, you know, so LA United, it's, uh, you know, at, at the very least, we came into this match, we showed some attacking impetus for sure. But, uh, you know, New England Revolution, they started off the match very, very well. They controlled possession but uh Atlanta United we were able to find some rhythm and uh yeah you know it's uh it's one of those where the young uh the new DP Almada he 
came in and he's showing that he can make a difference. And, uh, you know, it's been, I think, with Almada, Moreno, and Araruju uh, being able to start together, it's looking quite good. Uh, there's more cohesion from match to match, and the combination play is much, much better than it was previously uh, with the attacking members of uh, the starting 11 for LA United. But uh, yeah, you know, there is uh, definitely with Almada, with Ronaldo Cisneros, there's guys who are willing runners, there's guys who are able to find those runners as well and that's been a very good difference for us to be able to start uh some matches quite strong but uh yeah you know essentially there were some uh some moments that were quite shaky though for LA United defensively and uh I think frankly it was maybe a little too easy at times for New England to pretty much break us down and uh, find the back of the net. Uh, now for their goal, it was essentially, uh, I feel like, uh, a little bit shambolic of marking by Alan Franco. Uh, he was not goal side for, uh, yeah, <laughs> the uh, the Buxa goal and uh, basically also Bobby Shuttleworth yeah, could definitely do better, and letting the ball sneak in through his legs, yeah, it's just not good enough. Uh, also, Alex DeJohn, I mean, arriving late, trying to, uh, you know, play a little bit of that help at the very end, last-ditch tackle, not quite enough, and it's it's just a soft goal to be able to give up, uh, especially through the legs. It's uh, I think Shuttleworth even said it after the match that he knows that he can do better as well. But, uh, yeah, you know, there was... Uh, essentially, we, we played decently well in the attack, I think. Overall, it's something that, uh, you know, in the grand scheme, uh, we're looking more on the upward trajectory attack-wise. Now, of course, we've had injuries all up and down our spine. Uh, you know, of course, first with Ozzy Alonso, and then, of course, Brad Guzan, then Miles Robinson. Those are some pretty core players that help our defense turn that defense into attack at times as well. And, you know, with Robinson, he's that safety valve. And I think you saw with Alan Franco that, uh, you know, maybe there is not the ability to put out as many fires as, say, a Robinson can. And so it is something pretty noticeable. I think you also noticed uh, in this match that their goalkeeper, Matt Turner, uh, he, with good reason, is the U.S. men's national team probable starter. And he uh, had some very good moments where he saved a free kick from Tiago Almada. And it was, oof, yeah, you know, he put it on frame. It was something that, oh man, it would have been sweet if he had put that, uh, you know, just a little bit further into the corner. But Matt Turner, he was just equal to the effort from Almada for sure. And uh, yeah, I mean, back to Tiago Almada, there was another moment where uh, he did a little pirouette. He 
uh, shook off a couple dudes and had he put this uh, at least uh, this effort on goal it would have been quite the golazo but uh you know it just i think uh exemplified how good almada was in this match and how pretty much he was running this game bossing the attack for la united and it was something of a sight to behold for sure and uh it's definitely making i think a lot of la united fans more and more excited uh for the cohesion in the attack but uh yeah the worrying parts are how shaky this defense is it's uh you know the set pieces the transitional um defense it's something that's it's lacking a lot of maybe desire it's lacking a lot of focus and concentration and maybe you can give Alan Franco a little bit of a reprieve in that uh, you know, he did play 120 minutes against Nashville SC, you know, on Wednesday, it's, uh, you know, maybe we should have gone with George Campbell a little bit, maybe we should have, uh, you know, kind of spelled him just a bit, but I think at the end of the day, uh, you know, George Campbell has been a little bit shaky when uh, he's been brought in lately, so I think I can understand and I, he's probably justified, uh, at least Gonzalo Pineda, in bringing in Alan Franco uh, again and uh, staying with the pairing of Alex DeJohn and Alan Franco. Because, yeah, they have been decently reliable uh, to put out some of those fires. It's just those lapses in concentration. When we concede, we tend to concede in bunches. And, yeah, we saw that against Nashville SC over the midweek U.S. Open Cup match, but uh, yeah, you saw that. Uh, you know, in terms of the attack, just really, really good promise. It's something we can continue to build on. I mean, Luis Adarujo's goal. There was Moreno who fed Almada, who fed Adarujo in behind. It's uh, you know. We finished the match as well, very, very solid, trying to find a winner. So it was definitely uh, not only the 17s bringing that energy to make the, you know, make the, the team try to find a winner, but I think there was another aspect that, you know, you saw uh, desire to try to win, and this is... Uh, a step in the right direction. Now, uh, is this kind of probably more in the territory of what the uh, the front office promised uh, way back when? Is that we're gonna be a little bit more, yeah, you know, three two two one type of uh, wins where uh, you know we are going for it and uh, the defense might give up a you know a couple goals. It's uh, yeah, it's kind of looking like. It is a little bit of that, but I think a lot of fans would prefer to be able to shore up a little bit. Maybe, yeah, in the summer transfer window, we should probably target some defensive uh, transfer targets to be able to shore this team up. Because, yeah, uh, we have uh, a, a few very, very important players that are out of the squad for the season. And so... Definitely. Uh, at the 
at the end of the day here, we, I think, uh, it's a deserved draw. We, uh, we come back from a losing position, and I think that is a positive that we can take forward. And that's, uh, yeah, we keep fighting, even though, uh, you know, were we able to find the equalizer or not? It, uh, it didn't quite happen, but I think there is uh, some good, uh, good positives to be able to draw away from this. But, yeah, guys, let us know what you thought of the match in the comments below. But I'll wrap up a bow on this match and get us into the news. And LA United, so they uh, continued the 13 undefeated streak at the Benz with this match. And uh, Tiago Almada, he got, uh, of course, a goal and an assist. That, uh, that tasty just bullet that he uh, he put in the far net against Matt Turner. And plus that assist got him a spot on the MLS Team of the Week. He also is up for the MLS Goal of the Week with that bullet goal. And you can vote on Twitter. On uh, Yeah, this is full transparency. We're you know, filming this on a Monday. So you can still vote if you... Uh, yeah, are watching it probably on Tuesday. But, uh, yeah, so in terms of the standings for LA United, it's, uh, yeah, we're hanging on to that seventh playoff spot. It is, uh, yeah, we're just barely in there. We're at 1.36 points per game. Uh, yeah, we've won four, lost four, and drawn three right underneath NYCFC. Uh, yeah, CF Montreal, they are the top of the table at the moment. It is uh, very, very interesting, you know, because they're a squad that we've been having trouble with playing against lately. And it turns out, yeah, they are, yeah, top of the table for a reason. They have been uh, playing a lot of teams tough. Uh, I think a very interesting, uh, you know, inclusion into the playoff race at the moment so far uh, 11 weeks in, a third of the season in, is FC Cincy at the fourth spot. They have 19 points. I mean, they are playing quite well behind the, uh, yeah, you know, striker du jour in Brandon Vasquez for them. Of course, the former five-stripe who is killing it with six goals already so far in this young campaign. So, uh, definitely very very interesting table as it shakes out so far uh, so we're hanging on to that last playoff spot uh, at the moment but moving on miles robinson he uh tweeted and uh put out an ig post uh yeah of course he had surgery last week on his achilles he said quote i can't find the words to describe all the emotions i'm feeling today but I do know that I am so grateful to have such a loving family, friends, and fans that have been so supportive over the last few days. Day one of the comeback starts today. I'll be back. Believe that. And uh, yeah, definitely a lot of people uh, gave their love to Miles Robinson. It is such a big blow to lose Miles Robinson uh, for the season. And yeah, you know, his World Cup hopes... It's pretty grim, I would say. Uh, you know, the World Cup does start in November, and the 
there is an outside, outside chance that he would be able to maybe recover in time, but would he be able to rehab in time and be able to get some match fitness? It's highly doubtful, and so it's just one of those where, man, like Miles Robinson, it's as tough as luck as you can get at the moment there. Uh, but hopefully he will come back stronger, and yeah, I think uh, we all know that uh, you know what kind of player that Miles Robinson is. He is a beast, and he will be uh, you know someone that when he comes back, it will just be he'll be a force to be reckoned with again. But uh, yeah, so we definitely wish him the best in recovery. So uh, also some news from last week, of course, Ronaldo Cisneros, he had a first half hat trick and that earned him a spot in the MLS team of the week. Also earned his uh, his goal, his first goal earned the goal of the week and with all of that, he earned the player of the week for MLS. So congrats to Ronaldo Cisneros. Uh, very, very well deserved uh, his hat trick against the Chicago Fire. Now, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously uh, we didn't uh, record an episode last week, but yeah, we won against Chicago Fire 4 1 with that uh, first half hat trick from Cisneros. And then we bowed out of the U.S. Open Cup against Nashville SC at Geodis Park 3 2. Uh, yeah, we had an early 2-0 lead, but, uh, you know, it's we've been a little bit shaky where, uh, you know, keeping the lead, not our greatest strength at the moment, but, uh, you know, after 988 days as the cup holders, we finally relinquished the reins as, uh, you know, those U.S. Open Cup holders, and so... Uh, you know, not too bad. Uh, obviously, that's a little bit pandemic-aided um, as well, but still, 988 days. I don't think anybody else is going to have that streak, uh, even if it's not uh, exactly where we wanted three years in a row or anything like that. But, uh, yeah, last bit of news for this week is that Atlanta United, uh, they might be a front-runner for an NWSL team. There's quite a few uh, cities that are in contention. Uh, and according to The Athletic, that, uh, yeah, quote uh, a team spokesperson, that uh, we continue to evaluate bringing an NWSL franchise to Atlanta. As part of this process, we've had several productive conversations with the league. However, we are not in position to provide an update nor a timetable at this time. That was back in March, but now, uh, yeah, there might be, uh, you know, an NWSL uh, expansion that uh, really could incorporate a lot of cities. And Atlanta, you know, would that be uh, something that you would like to see? An NWSL team, would you support them? I think, uh, yeah, it'd be amazing to be able to call an NWSL team uh, here, uh, you know, for LA United, uh, that would be quite a bit of fun, it would be, you know, more trips to the Benz, uh, maybe a little bit uh, of some scheduling that will need to be had, but uh, that should be quite fun to be able to see that, unless they don't play the Benz, 
but I can't imagine that that is the case. I think that would be, uh, you know, quite the harsh uh, thing to not allow the NWSL team to play, uh, you know, at the fortress, but or at the spaceship. But uh, anyway, so that does it for the news and gets us to the match preview. And we will be playing at Joe's Park against Nashville SC again. And uh, that's May 21st on Saturday at 7.30 p.m. And so who's going to make the trip again? I know some of you made that midweek trip. Uh, I mean, two trips to Nashville in the span of a, pretty much a week and a half. Probably not too bad. Uh, I would say uh, smoke them if you got them in that sense. If you have the ability to be able to make that trip uh, multiple times in a month, then more power to you. But uh, yes, so Nashville LC, we know they're one of the best defensive teams in the league. And yeah, you know, they're a team that uh, they will... Find uh, find their uh, big man, Walker Zimmerman, on set pieces. Honey Mukhtar, he's one of the best players in the league. And as he goes, they go. We saw what he was all about against us in the U.S. Open Cup. And so all we can really hope is that there is some fatigue from their end. And maybe we can try to capitalize. But uh, getting into... Some of their key departures from last season, Alistair Johnston and Yonder Cadiz uh, are the two notable ones that have left their squad and two key acquisitions, Sean Davis, as we saw uh, against us. Uh, he was definitely a guy that, uh, yeah, in central midfield was helping pretty much uh, solidify and, um, you know, kind of calm things down for Nashville SC against us. And also Teal Bunbury is another guy that is a key acquisition for them, a veteran forward. You know, the understudy to CJ Sapong, definitely a couple guys that, uh, you know, can uh, do some damage. And yeah, uh, it is one of those we saw CJ Sapong score against us. And yes, uh, it is a squad that maybe isn't uh, just brimming with... Uh, attacking quality but it is a side that can get the business done and of course we saw that against us uh, now the predictions in the league anyway from the pundits they have them finishing as low as fourth but as high as first in the west of course they moved over to the western conference this past season so uh, you know it's a uh, yeah, we'll see them a little bit, uh, but, you know, that rivalry just uh, kind of stops in its tracks just a little bit, even though we're only four hours away. But, uh, yeah, we do get some fixtures against them, and this is it. We, uh, you know, have this pretty important match, I think, uh, against them. We uh, need to make a statement, I think, to make sure that, uh, yeah, we can get a result at least at Jodas Park. No back-to-back uh, no -back losses. It's something that we have to make sure we can, you know, play to get a result. And I think we need to be on the attacking front foot and be solid at the back and make sure we do not fall asleep on any set pieces or for a longer period of time if we do concede a goal. So, yeah, 
getting into the starting 11 predictions. I think it's a pretty similar uh, LA United 11 as last match. If not, probably the exact same, actually. So, Shuttleworth in between the sticks. I would love to actually uh, try to see if Rocco Rios Novo can uh, maybe start. Uh, I think, you know, when you... Uh, concede a very uh, shaky goal as Shuttleworth did. I think uh, maybe the understudy maybe should get a chance, but uh, this is too too dangerous of a side here. That uh, with some big big players, I think uh, you know I think unit wise, uh, size wise. So you know maybe Rocco Rios Novo isn't the guy, but Shuttleworth he will have to. Uh, yeah, prove himself for sure in this match to continue to see some more playing time. But uh, that back line, Lennon, Franco, Dijon, and Goodman. And I think uh, Josetu and Abara have been decent as a pairing together. And yeah, you have the destroyer and you have the guy who can uh, you know pull the strings a little bit in midfield. Always be available. I think that uh, has been a decent pairing uh, for the time being. And I think it's going to be the Mac attack up top. Uh, so, Araruju, or let's get, get to the uh, yeah, what the acronym stands for. So, Moreno, Araruju, Almada, and Cisneros. So, Moreno on the left, Almada in the middle, and Araruju on the right with Ronaldo Cisneros at the top of the attack. Now, uh, we did see Adaruju and Moreno and Almada really just, uh, you know, kind of create a fluid uh, front three a little bit, or at least in the attacking midfield. And that did seem to uh, kind of draw out the revolution a little bit in some confusion on who to mark, especially when they play in tight spaces close together. We were able to do some damage and so the more that this attack can play together then I think we will really be firing on the attacking cylinders anyway so guys let me know who you guys think should start against Nashville SC but yes let's get into the score predictions then so the score predictions uh, at least for me I think we can get a result. I think it's a 2-2 draw. Uh, you know, maybe not as uh, maybe not as maybe free flowing as uh, that last match a little bit against Nashville SC. Uh, of course, yeah, we had to go ultra defensive uh, later on, and that's probably uh, kind of aided into why we did bow out in the U.S. Open Cup, kind of. Kind of, uh, I think, a, 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 some blame can be put on Gonzalo Pineda for not managing that correctly. Uh, you know, you're going for it, you're, uh, you know, in the beginning, but then you are trying to short up and see out the match. We were not able to do that, and we, of course, lost uh, in extra time. But uh, it is something here where I think we can. Uh, be a little bit more solid and we won't have to play for extra time we'll just only need to play in regulation so here we go i think uh, a 2-2 draw is apt what do you guys think let us know in the comments below
But guys, that is the match preview and pretty much the entire show except for the question of the day. And the question of the day is, can the Mac attack make up for the shortcomings in defense? Let us know in those comments below. Looking forward to what you have to say. And that's it for us today. Remember to subscribe to us if you haven't already. Share this episode and leave us a review and rating so we can pop up higher in your rankings. I'm AJ. Thanks so much for listening. Oh, no.